This teaching is brought to you by Christian Family Church International. Father, we raise our hands to you this, this evening as a sign of total surrender. And we give you all the praise and the glory and the honor, Father. We thank you, Lord, for your grace and mercy. Tonight, Father, as we come, we are receiving and we are believing for an emotional restoration, Father, for a spiritual restoration. Lord God, let your word speak into our hearts tonight, I pray. In Jesus' name. Now come, raise your hands wherever you are, receive it. Say this with me, I receive an emotional restoration, a spiritual rejuvenation. I receive it in the name of Jesus. Amen. And all God's people say, Amen, amen, amen. Well, good evening, Christian Family Church. It's so good to be here with you. We're gonna continue just to keep on flowing as it is, and we're gonna just trust the Holy Spirit. But tonight, really, we're gonna be focusing on emotional restoration for spiritual rejuvenation, amen? That's what we're gonna just do tonight, and we're gonna trust the Holy Ghost to just take charge of the meeting. The reason why I felt it on my heart to speak about this, but to flow with the praise and worship team on this matter is that there are so many people that are in need of emotional restoration. There are so many people that are not even aware that they need restoration. And so people are going through tough times. All of a sudden you've become snippy at home, become short on this side and you say, but this is not me. I don't know what's going on. But there's a lot going on in our world, amen? And if you are not able to identify what's going on or how to deal with the emotions so that you can have spiritual rejuvenation, then you're gonna have some challenges. And so tonight we are dedicating the session specifically for that, for emotional restoration by God's grace for a spiritual rejuvenation, amen? It is never God's plan, family, for us, always to be caught in emotional things. It's not, it's not. And I know that many of us are going through difficult times. But tonight, one of three things that I would like to do is, I would like to start off first of all, where people are just going through a lot of emotions in their life. And it's just got to do with where we find ourselves as a world, as a country, as a people, Tensions are high. People are unemployed. Differences between people, racial issues. And there's unforgiveness, unrepentance. There is antagonism between people. And we need to restore emotions. You see, because people don't have the Word of God to base and to rest their lives upon. The Bible says in Matthew 11 verse 28, it says, Come to me, Jesus speaking. Come to me, all you who labor, who are trying so hard, you're working, trying to do this in your own strength, and are heavy laden, the things of the world, the things of the now, the things of where people are going through right now. 
Maybe it's that you're struggling with maybe employment. Maybe it's you're struggling with some racial things. Feel that you're being treated unfairly in many areas. Maybe you, 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 your family is completely disjointed, dysfunctional. And we spoke about that this morning. Or perhaps your heavy burden, your the things that's been laid in upon you are perhaps the loss of a loved one. Or perhaps someone that is critically ill in a hospital today, tonight, now, right now. And so Jesus says, come to me. All you will labor and are heavy laden and I will give you rest. I love this. He doesn't say I will maybe give you rest. I will give you rest on condition that you do this and this. This scripture here, Lord, I hold you to your word. You say, if I labor and if I'm heavy laden, you will give me rest. So now, Father, we pray that you give us rest in the name of Jesus. Now raise your hands wherever you are. Those of you that are laboring, those of you that are heavy laden, Father, I bring them before you today. Jesus said, the Son of God, Yeshua HaMashiach, Jesus the Messiah said, if we labor and we are heavy laden, you will give, He, Jesus, will give us rest. And now Father, I release those words because your words are full of power and they will not return void. I release those words, Father, over the lives of your people. Give them rest, I pray in Jesus' name. Now, family, I want you to stay in that atmosphere. And at this time, I want us to, we're gonna gonna, gonna enter into worship right now. And I want us to sing. You know, things seem so overbearing. Sometimes things seem too much. Sometimes it feels like we're gonna break. And sometimes we just wanna say, come Jesus, come. Why don't you come? Amen. So I want you now to enter into worship with us and let us sing, come Jesus, come. Come, Jesus, come. Let today be the day. Sometimes I feel like I'm gonna pray, but I'm holding on. To a hope that won't fade Come Jesus, come We've been waiting so long For the day you return To heal every hurt And right every wrong We need you Come, Jesus, come, come, Jesus, come. 
And I just love this scripture in Titus 2. And it really is for me like a definition of what a good family value should be like. And I want you to listen to the words as I pray it over you. If you are struggling with some family values, then this prayer is for you. If you are perhaps separated from your family and, and, and some of these things is not in your life, then this prayer is for you. If you need restoration, then this prayer is for you. So allow me to pray Titus 2 verses 2 to 8 over you. Father, I pray for the families in our country because the families build strong nations. South Africa is strong because we have strong families. And Father, according to your word in Titus 2, I pray that the older men be sober, sober, reverent, temperate, sound in faith, in love, and in patience. And that the older women, likewise, that they be reverent in behavior, not slanderous, not given too much wine, teachers of good things, Lord, that they admonish, they guide, they lead, they direct, they help the young women to love their husbands, to love their children, that they will be discreet, chaste, homemakers, good, obedient to their own husbands, and that the Word of God may, may not be blasphemed. Father, likewise, we exhort the young men that are perhaps so frustrated in our country right now, that is demanding things, that is asking questions. I exhort and ask likewise that we exhort the young men to be sober-minded and in all things, showing yourself to be a pattern of good works. This is now the young men. In doctrine, young men showing integrity, reverence and incorruptibility. I pray also, Lord, that sound speech that cannot be condemned, that we will not speak or first speak and then think, but we will think about every word, wait every word before we say it. Sound speech that cannot be condemned, that one who is an opponent may be ashamed, having nothing evil to say of you, of us. Father, I pray for the families and I pray these values over their lives. Build them strong into them, Father. Strong families, build strong nations. I pray in Jesus' name and everybody that agrees, come on, give the Lord a shout of praise. Amen. Praise the Lord. Now I want to talk to you about our third and final thing <clears throat> as we start to move from the middle to the end of, of tonight. I want to talk about emotional restoration and grief. I want to talk to you about the grief that goes with the loss of a loved one. I want to talk to you about, first of all, how to restore yourself emotionally and how to build yourself up in your most holy faith. Tonight, 
I'm speaking to each and every person under the sound of my voice and the members of Christian Family Church. I want to pray for each and every person that's got somebody in a hospital, in a bed, or perhaps waiting in the ER room for a bed, or perhaps waiting in the parking lot for an ER room bed to hopefully go into a bed. Family, we have to take authority over the work of the devil. It cannot continue in this way. So we have to, first of all, we cannot sympathize, empathize with the situation unless we take authority over the things of the devil. Otherwise, we're going to think that this is normal. This is how life should be. I'm telling you today, this is not normal. This is not the new normal. I refuse to accept that in the name of Jesus. So I want to pray for you tonight. A prayer similar that I have prayed many, many times over for your loved ones that is currently in a hospital, in a parking lot, in an ER bed, maybe even outside waiting to go in. And you are asking, Lord, where are you? But He's right here. He's right here. And so tonight I want to pray for you. I want to pray a prayer that will not only give you hope, but I want to speak the Word of God over your life. And I want to pray. I don't care if there's 100,000, there's 2 million or 10 million people. I'm going to pray for healing in their bodies. Many people ask me, they ask Pastor Simone and I, how can you still have faith after your son died? You see, I can't explain it. It is a peace that transcends all understanding. That God's my heart, where the Word of God is deposited, and my mind, that the devil will not play in that area and try and get me to say, God forsook me. God dropped me. God didn't come through for me. But I want you to know that God is real and God will heal because He's the same yesterday, today, and forever. And so stretch out your hands tonight. If you've got somebody that is in a hospital bed and they're undergoing COVID or any other medical condition, it's not just limited to COVID, we're going to pray. Father, in the name of Jesus, I come against every form of symptom of sickness and disease. I bind it and I rebuke it by the authority of the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth. Now, Father, your word is truth. Your promises are yes and amen. Father, you sent your word to heal us and to deliver us from destruction. And Father, your word, you've sent it out to accomplish which you have purposed it and it will not return void unto you. If you say, I will be healed, then I will be healed because your word is truth. It is yes in amen. And so tonight, Father, I declare that your word on healing, when you say in your word, I am Jehovah Rapha, I am your healer, I am your physician, I am your life giver, I will make you immune to this COVID disease. Then that word now, because it's written in the book, in the Holy Bible, it has to, it is your word, Lord. You spoke it 
over the people of Israel. And if you did it for them, you will do it for us, Father. And therefore, the Word has been released into the atmosphere and it shall not return void. It will accomplish which you sent it out to do. And now, Father, I release that anointing upon the people, upon their loved ones, in the hospitals around our nation, around our cities, around the world. In the name of Jesus, I declare that it is done in Jesus' name. I command a healing in their bodies. I command you, breathe, breathe, wake up, stand up in the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth. I thank you, Father, that it is done. Father, according to Isaiah, you say that those that trust upon the Lord, they will renew their strength. Father, this evening, our trust is upon you, Lord. And we will renew our strength. We will rise up on the wings of eagles. And we will run and not grow weary. We will walk and not grow faint. Father, I thank you. I give you all the praise and the glory and the honor in Jesus' name. We take authority over every act, every attempt of the devil. I speak confusion into his plans. It shall not come to pass. I speak healing. I speak healing. I speak healing into the lives of the people. They will recover. They will walk. They will not grow faint. They will run and not be weary. In the name of Jesus, I release it, Father. Your word is, is truth. It is yes. It is amen. It is done. I thank you, Father, in the name of Jesus. And all those who agree with that prayer, come and receive it in Jesus' name. Amen. So let me speak to you about the following thing. I don't, I don't really want to talk about this. But once again, as I said, we've had so many people that have asked us, Pastor Johnny, Pastor Simone, how is it that it seems you guys are not affected by the very sad state of events that happened in your lives? You see, I know who my God is. I have that relationship with Him. There is times when I feel like I'm broken, but I can just come and be in His presence in this house. And the people that supported me, you sending us messages, the groups helping us, our people close to us, just changed the situation completely for us. But let me, let me just share with you, my son was in hospital for approximately 30 days. And, I, and we would confess the word of God over him all the time. We would go in there. We, would have, we had favor. I don't know why. It's like nobody stopped us. I would just dress in PPE and I would just go in. Maybe they thought I was part of the doctors. I don't know, the medical team. And I would just, whatever they would say, you do your job, I'm going to do my job, pray. First time I went into the CCU or the COVID ICU is that I just prayed for two hours in the Holy Ghost. Many times Pastor Simone would come in and pray. We would bind the, the spirit of fear. Very important. Bind the spirit of fear and of anxiety over your loved ones. Bind that in the name of Jesus. And you know what? My son being in ICU, 
being on ECMO, life support systems. The doctor said to us, this is a long road, maybe eight weeks, maybe 10 weeks, we don't know. And we used to say, I hear your report, but my report is that my God, He's the same yesterday, today and forever. If He says He's gonna heal, He's gonna heal. And we took our faith and I, I stood on the Word every day. I told my son that you will renew your strength. And after three weeks, he came off the ventilator, he came off the ECMO and he was completely healed and COVID free. And so we rejoiced. And in the week that we had with him, Chris was able to talk and speak to us while he couldn't speak because he had a trachea and that prevented him from speaking to us, but he could sign to us. But I want you to know this family. My son was healed from COVID. My son was healed from the CCU to the CTU into ICU. He was healed in all of those areas. In that week that we had with him, we had the privilege of being with him. And I know there are many of you that don't have that privilege. For some of you, you have not seen your loved ones and they pass on. And I can only imagine, my heart breaks for you. My heart shattered for you because you, you were not able to say goodbye. You were not able to be there. And you feel the sense of loss, of finality. And you know what's amazing? The world doesn't stop. Sometimes I would just wanted to cry out, stop, just wait for a moment for me to catch up. But life, as they say, just goes on. And many of you have not had the opportunity to say goodbye, to maybe even touch their body or their hand or to speak into them the Word of God. Encourage them. Tell them how proud you are of them. Tell them how much you love them. That if there's anything that you needed to correct or set in order, say, I forgive you, Dad. I forgive you, Mom. I forgive you, person. I forgive whatever that might be. Just set it in place and tell them how much you love them. And you all of a sudden realize that nothing else is important in life than having a united family. In that time that Chris was fully awake, but he just couldn't speak to us, he would sign to us. And three days before he left, he said to us, three. And I didn't know what he meant. And I tried to figure out and and I said to him, okay, okay, do you want to write it down? What, 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 what is three? And he said, yes. And when we brought him a piece of paper and a pen, because he was laying down for three weeks, lost some of his motor function skills, he couldn't write. And I could see how frustrated he was because he couldn't believe that he couldn't write. And he just said three. And I didn't know what it was. And I felt so frustrated for him. And the next day, his uh, uh, a fiance went, and he told it two. And she said to him, what is it? What is two? Two. And, he, and, and she didn't know what he meant. And on the Friday, before he passed on the Saturday morning, Tiff went, and by now we made him a little alphabet board and he could point to certain phrases so that we can talk to him. And he said to her five times, 
tomorrow I'm going home. And Tiff would explain to him and say, you can't go home yet because you've got to go through rehab. You'll learn how to walk. You'll learn how to speak. You'll learn how to breathe. You'll learn so many things. They said to her, tomorrow I'm going home. And tomorrow, he passed away. I think he had a glimpse of glory. I believe that. Because God healed him. He gave his heart to the Lord, as you heard my testimony. Before he went under the ventilation and sedation, he gave his heart and rededicated his heart to the Lord. And he was so peaceful. And he set everything in order and made amends and hugged us and kissed us and, and was just so peaceful with himself. And on Saturday, our son passed away. And he had a glimpse of glory, I believe. For the next six days, until we buried him, it was a difficult time for us. And in that time and on at the funeral, and I knew Chris made right for the Lord. I knew that his life was ready. Pastor Simone even asked him again, is your life right for the Lord? When he could speak and he would say yes and he would squeeze her hand and indicate to her. And I remember the day of the funeral, Pastor Andre was preaching or he was doing, conducting the funeral. And the thing that just set it apart for me because I knew that I knew that I knew that I know that I know that I know that he was in heaven. But it just sealed the deal for me. And I want to share the scripture today for you or to you that brought me such peace. Because I asked the Holy Spirit in that six days, give me a peace that transcends all understanding that will guard my heart and my mind. I will miss him. I will mourn him. I will remember him. I will honor his memory forever. But I need to know. And he preached this message. And he gave this scripture. It comes from Isaiah 57 verse 1 from the New Living Translation. Good people pass away. The godly often die before their time. But no one seems to care or wonder why. No one seems to understand that God is protecting them from the evil to come for those who follow godly paths will rest in peace when they die and so tonight I don't know whether this is even ministering to anybody but I'm trusting that the word of God goes forth that you will know because you're asking questions perhaps why why can't I see them why did they die and on that sixth day when we buried my son when I got home after we had a meal with the two families, I laid in the bed with my clothes. I just got in, just took off my shoes and I got in with my clothes in the bed at about 3.30 that afternoon. And I said to Pastor Simone, I'm emotionally spent, but I'm at peace. And I, and I don't know how to explain it to you. A peace that transcends all understanding, that guards my heart, 
God's the word of God in this earthen treasure, this vessel here. The Holy Spirit will guard the word inside of you. And he guards my mind because that's where the devil wants to play. And I had an absolute peace. Two, three days later, somebody approached me and I said, Pastor Johnny, we want to share a dream that we had with you. Because I said to the Lord, I want to know that Chris is in heaven. I, I, I knew everything, but I wanted to know. I was maybe a little bit fleecing the Lord here. And I'm not saying you must do that, but I, that's where I was at. And they, they, they spoke through other people and eventually it came to us that they had a dream and their parents passed away recently. And as they were in the dream speaking to their parents and before the dream ended, one of the parents said to the husband of this lady, because he was having the dream, tell Pastor Johnny that their son is here with us. And when I heard that, it brought such comfort. And I just praise God for answering my prayer. So this evening, there are some of you that have questions. I want you to know that you can't go through life asking the questions all the time. You need emotional healing. You need restoration. You need to get to a place where you can deal with this. And I know this is difficult. And even though people are saying that you guys don't look like you're affected by this, I can assure you deep down, it hurts. It hurts. And in the last couple of weeks, we noticed some funny behavior coming through in our relationship. And we looked up on this and it's because of grief, not dealing correctly with grief. There are some of you, let me speak to you. There are some of you that are dealing with grief and perhaps you are fighting and arguing more than what you've ever done and you don't understand this. We're supposed to be grieving. You're asking questions because you don't have closure. And I want to say to you today that you need to get closure on it. And here at the church, because of what we are going through as a people in this country, in this nation, here in our city, in our community, here in Christian Family Church, we have buried more people in the last couple of months than what we buried in 10 years. Your pastors are taking it just as hard as you are. But they gotta be strong there for you. So I wanna pray for you today because I wanna see you completely restored and living in victory and having a complete peace about what God is doing in your life. I'm not saying forget their memory. I say honor them. Remember them. But you have to move on because it is God's plan for your life. He will wipe away every tear. Amen, family. So what we're doing here at the church, we are starting for you, the members of the church that are going through grief right now. And you don't know how to handle it. Don't tell me, I, I've got it under control, Pastor Johnny. I, I'm okay. I'm a, I'm a man. I, I, I can deal with this. No, you can't. Allow us, please, allow us through our groups, through our freedom groups, to get you involved in grief share. My family and I 
we are going to be part of grief share okay it's going to help you it's going to support you emotionally in your time of need but maybe let me share with you a testimony of this and then i will come back and talk to you about it so here is bronwyn talking about how grief share helped her when she had lost in her life hi i'm bronwyn steankamp I have been at Christian Family Church for 23 years. I have lived in various places in the world and every time I've not been in Joburg, I have visited CFC, which is my home. I'm blessed to be married to a beautiful man and we have two wonderful children. And as I look back at my journey, I'm in awe of our Lord. I'm in awe of how He works through CFC. As a member for 23 years, I have witnessed many blessings. In 2019, my husband, children and I returned to South Africa after living in the UK for five years. We were excited to return home to South Africa and to CFC. My husband lost both his parents while we were overseas and we felt it important to be back at home with grandparents and family. The opportunities in Africa are endless and when we landed back in South Africa, in the April, we were filled with expectation and excitement. Five weeks later, my world changed in an instant. My dad collapsed and was diagnosed with aggressive brain cancer. The next seven months were extremely challenging as we faced every devastating setback and every overwhelming doctor's report. All I could do was pray that God healed him. My dad was a member of CFC too and went home to his saviour on the 19th of December 2019. In the six months that followed, I struggled to believe that God was on my side. I struggled with anger and feelings of disappointment and I felt intense hopelessness. The most alarming was that I felt incredibly far from God. I felt let down and I struggled in my own strength. I was asked by group's directors if I would like to lead a family group and that we needed to first complete growth track, which my husband and I did in June 2020. I felt a great sense of purpose and a yearning to live the life God intended me to live. I went through to the group's department and this led me to attend a CFC Grief Share small group. This small group supported me and others in the group to find healing from such deep hurt. I developed practical solutions to address daily living with grief. I learned to process that tangled ball of emotions and I learned to find joy again. So many, many people have lost loved ones through this trying time we are living in and I would highly recommend attending Grief Share to go through this amazing curriculum in a small group setting, online or in person, to help you find freedom and healing. By attending Grief Share, I received my healing. God healed my deep pain. In February 2021, I attended small group leader training and by March, I was facilitating a Grief Share group. I found an area where I could make a difference and I have helped others to find freedom in the area of handling their grief, actively contributing to others' lives for God's glory. CFC enabled me to turn my test into a testimony through God's grace.
I have found healing, restoration, and I have found purpose. The great news is that Grief Share curriculum is starting in the beginning of August. I encourage you, send an email to freedom at cfcsa.co.za. Book your spot and be part of a Grief Share small group. See you at Grief Share. So praise the Lord family. So isn't that an amazing testimony? So what are we gonna do as a church for you, our members? We are presenting this curriculum, this course, this process for you to go through and share perhaps your grief. You know, sometimes when we talk about it, when we share it, we come to an understanding that it's not only us that's going through this, but there are many other people also going through something similar. It also creates a support group. And I wanna let you know that that's why our groups are here. Our groups are here to make it count for you in your time of need. I know there must be thousands of you that are most probably struggling with this. We at the church, the groups, department, and specifically freedom, having to, we need to have freedom in this area. Amen. It's good to, to grieve and to mourn, but you can't do it for six months and a year and two years and three years. Then there's something wrong. And it's because you haven't dealt with the grief correctly. And I don't want to be insensitive, but I want to encourage you. Come and join and be part of a grief, group, a grief share curriculum and a group. You can either do it one or two ways. One, you can just be part of another group that is in your area. And for now, it's going to be online as far as I know. Or you can, with, if you've got enough family members like myself, we have about five members. And so we're going to start our own group. And we're going to work through this. And I think, family, it's going to help you. It's going to help me. And we're going to start this in August. So you've got about another three weeks to get ready for this and to register. There's a small cost involved. Okay, because you're getting all the materials, all the curriculum stuff, all the videos. It is amazing. It's really going to help us. And so my invitation is to you. Get ready to join um, the Grief Share. Send us an email at freedom at cfc.co.za and we will connect with you and give you next steps on how we're going to do this. Three weeks, don't delay. Book today because we have limited space. All right, but we want to try and accommodate everybody that is in need of this right now. Okay, so you're going to do that. So let me pray a prayer over you. Father, I just pray for each and every person that is considering to go through grief, shame, but that is grieving in their hearts and mourning the loss of their loved ones. Father, I pray, give them that peace. But Father, let them and allow them to take their next steps so they can be free, but never forgetting and always honoring their loved ones. We give you all the praise and the glory in Jesus' mighty name. Amen, family. Isn't that amazing? Praise God. Every head bowed, every eye closed. At this time, I'm going to ask you, have you come to a place in your life that if you were to die tonight, would you go to heaven or would you go to hell? You have to have assurance. The Bible says in 1 John 5, 13, that you must know that you have eternal life. So tonight, if you want to make right with God, and perhaps you've heard my testimony, you've heard the testimony of so many other people, you know of other people, 
you need to know that you are right with God because there's no second chance. It happens instantly. If you want to make right and make Jesus Christ Lord and Savior so that you can forever live in God's kingdom, in God's eternity plan for your life, then I'm going to ask you now as a sign of surrender, believing in your heart and declaring with your mouth, just raise your hand wherever you are and say, that's me. If you're amongst many people and maybe you feel a little bit ashamed, I want to encourage you, don't be ashamed. Raise your hand. Say, that's me. Amen. Isolate yourself in from people. That's me. But make a decision. Believe in your heart. Say it with your mouth. I'm going to give you that opportunity. You ready? One, two, three. That's me. That's me. I receive it. I receive Jesus as my Lord and my Savior. Now I'm going to ask you, if you've made that decision, to say this prayer with me. Let's say this aloud and everybody can say this together. Lord Jesus, I come to you in the name of Jesus. I thank you for coming and dying on a cross for me. You went to hell in my place so I can be free. From this day, I receive what you have done for me on the cross. And I know that I'm saved and I'm going to heaven Thank you, Jesus. Amen. Now, family, if you have prayed that prayer, we're so excited with you guys. Uh, amen. I want you to go onto our website. If you can, go to our website, the bottom of the website, the yellow button, press the yellow button there, and we will tell you of your next steps. Or, hey, just keep it simple. You can just text us the word SAVE to 4991, and we will connect with you in the days to come. Family, I don't know about you, but I am feeling a load of my shoulders. I trust that the Word is ministered to you tonight. Remember, next week we have step two of the growth track. Every day at 8 a.m. we have prayer. Join us. Be part of the family. Let's start our week as we exit with a victory song. Amen. We're going to get ready. We're going to sing and we're going to praise the Lord. Come on, family. Let's sing in Jesus' name. Thank you for joining us during this episode of Living Life with Dr. Theo and Bev Volmerantz. We hope that through this inspired teaching, you had an encounter with God. If you enjoy the teaching ministry of Apostle Theo and Dr. Bev Volmerantz and would like to enjoy more resources, we hope you will visit our website at www.christianfamilychurch.co.za or for our American listeners, www.christianfamilychurchsa.com. Thank you.